I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. What's up, everyone? I'm Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of The Real Hauntings Podcast. Hey y'all, and I'm JJ. Hey y'all, and I'm Kat. <laughs> Every time. Every time. <laughs> so on this episode, we have somebody joining us from TikTok. I saw her live stream actually, where she was telling some of her fans about her paranormal experiences and what it's like to be abducted by aliens. So if you listen to the last episode, you may have heard us tease this episode. Uh, we're super excited to have her on the podcast. Riley, would you like to introduce yourself to our audience? Hi, I'm Riley. I'm just a random person on TikTok, just sharing my experiences. <laughs> and Riley, what is your uh, TikTok? Uh, Apache underscore Rose with two E's in the Rose. Well, I know JJ is super excited about this episode because he has been wanting to get something about aliens on this podcast for like <laughs> a year. So I'm, I'm excited for everybody for this. One. And we had a guest on once who saw like a UFO in mm -hmm. Jerusalem. I Was think so. Right? Yeah. But JJ missed it. So. Right. Right. I missed the one alien guest and I. And out of sight, out of mind for him, out of ears. He doesn't believe it. So he just needed to be there. <laughs> well, let me just explain for, I mean, for like our longtime listeners, you know, that I'm like pretty, I mean, we're all like fairly skeptical on ghosts, but I'm like kind of more so than everyone else. Um, but I am really open-minded to aliens. Cause like definitely 
like something other than humans have to exist in the galaxy, right? For sure. I mean, yeah. life form wise, bacteria wise, I mean, there's no question. Of oh, course, yeah. it does. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe her, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I only got abducted by one, but like, I really don't know. <laughs> so, Riley, th- that's a good point. So, we usually start the episodes out by kind of finding out where our guests are on the supernatural scale. So, like, zero meaning you don't believe in ghosts at all, 10 meaning ghosts are super real and you definitely believe in them. Uh, in your case, we'll throw aliens in as well, though I know you have yeah. had supernatural experiences um, with ghosts as well. But where do you kind of fall on that scale? Uh, just put me on a 12, I guess. Okay. Um, there's, I'm fortunate and unfortunate enough to have experienced a large spectrum of things where there's some things that could be explained and then some things that couldn't. So I see where the skepticism comes in because I've definitely seen things happen that I could explain. Um, but then I've also experienced things that, that I've got nothing. There's, you know, you know, and I wasn't the only one seeing it too. So that helped. Um, it's been around multiple people and things like that with as far as paranormal. And then with the alien, it was me and a friend. And I kept certain things from her to see, you know, when I was reaching out again, and she connected pieces that I didn't tell her that I had remembered. So I was able to kind of, I took that scientific approach of, I didn't believe it right away and I was kind of piecing it together. And so for me, I was like, all right, so there's something to this. Right. So I'm on a 12. (laughs) Freaking excited to hear this story. (laughs) Yeah, what what has the response been like from the online community, like on TikTok? How have they responded to your stories? Um, honestly, it's been overwhelmingly positive. I do really <laughs> want to hear this alien encounter. Can you kind of walk us through what happened? Okay, so it's really interesting because it kind of unfolded over several years of me collecting all the puzzle pieces to it. But the night that it happened, it was me and a friend, um, and we were like super close, best friends, and we were sitting out on this patio. And we were at a friend's house and this friend's house was the best house to go to because it was like a downstairs and she lived with her grandma and her grandma couldn't go up and downstairs. So we were completely left unattended, unsupervised and had an alibi. (laughs) And so that's where we all hung out and we were out on the patio. And I remember we were sitting on these two chairs and um, it was in Ramona, California. So it's a little more rural and it's a lot of like hills and We were talking about all sorts of like random stuff, philosophy, things like that. And I remember I always sit in the chairs kind of like this and we were smoking cigarettes. And I remember seeing something like in the sky, like a light. I don't remember what the light looks like, so I can't describe that, but I remember pointing it out and her um, noticing it as well. And of course, the first thing I say is like, oh, what if it's a UFO? Because that's what we talked about all the time. Mm -hmm. And then it felt like it was like 10:30 at night when i pointed this out and it literally felt like i blinked the sun was up it was morning and then i was no longer sitting with my legs up on the chair i was sitting like normal like almost like a doll placed in a chair and i i didn't have the cigarette anymore and that's what made it weird was that And I actually um, forgot the cigarette part when I shared it on my TikTok, but that's what really made me be like, like, what the heck? 
because if we had gotten carried away talking, like, why wasn't I still smoking? You know what I mean? Because there was that moment when we were sitting there and I looked at her and she looked at me and it was like, we were both trying to grasp what was happening or like what just happened. Mm-hmm. And we both just kind of were like, oh, we must've gotten carried away talking and then went about our lives. And like, that was it. It felt like just a blink in time. Yeah, it literally felt like, like I blinked and it was morning. Like that's how fast it was. And then I wasn't sitting the same way anymore and I, I didn't have a cigarette. And that's why we both, and when we both looked at each other, we looked at each other without saying anything for a while as our brains were trying to make sense of like, where we were at in reality, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it was just like a blink and then it was morning. And we were like, well, what happened to the whole night? And like, she didn't remember like anything either at that time. So the following years, when I started experiencing more and more paranormal was actually after that night. Um, The story I shared on my TikTok when I was with my ex and like some sort of like entity had like kind of attacked me when we were sitting in the car, things like that, seeing things move, like super paranormal stuff. So I started researching. I was investigating and I started watching a lot of UFO documentaries and then I found, I can't remember how I led to it or what documentary it was, but they had mentioned that people who had been abducted most of the time they don't know that they'd actually been abducted. They just have missing gaps of like, you know, four to eight hours of time. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, Oh, I have a missing gap of time. And for some reason, I, the way that I cope with things, I'm very like lighthearted about it. And so I would, I would joke about it and be like, Oh, maybe we were abducted. Like, and so (laughs) because I would joke about it, I had a friend who his family, his, his grandfather had actually written books and journals on hypnosis. And he was like, okay, well, if you want, you know, we can do hypnosis and see what you get. And so me lacking fear, I'm just like, okay. I was like, we'll do this. Like, you know, I trust you. Let's do this. And that's when I, I got the rest of the, the pieces that I have now that I shared was he put me under hypnosis and he had me start walking through the memory forward. But the first few times he walked me through the memory while I was under, I was giving him exactly what I'd already given you guys, that I blinked and it was morning. And so he was sitting there and he was like, okay, well, how do, how do I get more? And so he had an idea and he's like, okay, I want you to walk me through the memory backwards. And so when I did, I remembered something new where I said, oh, I was standing and then I sat down. And then he's like, okay, we're getting somewhere. And then, so what he did was he had me, so when you do hypnosis and stuff like that, you want to have like a safe space that you go to. Um, Because if you are remembering traumatic memories or things like that, you need to have somewhere that you can go. Because I believe that when you go into hypnosis, that potentially you can like have a stroke or a heart attack if you're experiencing intense emotions. So he had me go there and then he told me, I want you to take me where your memories are stored. And so when I went and it kind of feels like, to me, it was almost like a, like, I don't want to say dream, but I could see everything. Like I was there. Right. And so I, I took him to where my memories were and, and it was outer space basically, which is weird. Cause I have a phobia of being outer space. So I was like, that's a weird subconscious sink right there. Yeah. And get abducted by aliens and have that very specific phobia. <laughs> Yeah. So like, I can't even watch movies where people are in space or if they're floating in space. I like, I'm 
freaked out. But anyway, so I'm in the space and then he's like, okay, I want you to retrieve that memory. And the only reason that I even started remembering anything. And the first thing that I remembered was actually the emotions that I was feeling in that moment. And so my heart started pounding and I was really scared and I kept repeating, um, where's, um, I'm going to give her a different name. Where's Samantha? Where's Samantha? Where's Samantha? I kept thinking to myself, I had to find her way to get out of here. And that was what I kept repeating. And so he had to ask me a couple times to describe the room because I was in, I was in full fight or flight. Was Samantha your friend who was also mm-hmm. uh, abducted? Okay. Yeah. She was, he was the girl that was with me. Yeah. That night he asked me to describe the room. And so I start describing the room and it was well lit and white and it, it was kind of high shaped, but it was like curved. And there was like this window on the one side, I knew it was like a window, but I like couldn't see through it, nor could I see a reflection. And it was like a rectangle across. And it was the only thing that like wasn't white in that room. And then he asked me to describe the floor. And so I described the floor, which I actually couldn't. So there was like some sort of pattern on the floor that like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even draw it. If I tried, it was like, like asterisks almost like stars and triangles, but they weren't stars and triangles. Like, ah, I don't know. It's like, I couldn't, I couldn't even describe it to him. And then he asked me, he was like, okay, well, what, what does the ceiling look like? And I told him, I was like, I don't know. I didn't look up because I never looked up. So I don't know what the ceiling looks like. So then the door opens at the end at like the, the smaller portion of the room. And then that's when I see that figure come in. But to me, in the memory, it's blurred and it stayed in the doorway. Like it's blurred, but I could see that it was wearing a, like a, a suit, like one suit, not like a suit and tie, but like a onesie almost. And um, it was taller than me. And I'm, I'm about five, six, five, seven. So he kept asking me questions and, the, you know, describing what I was seeing. And basically the next part is I, the humanoid thing, alien, whatever it is, tells me to be calm. And I pretended to be calm because I'm in survival mode. So I'm going to play along until I find my opportunity. That's when my friend, when he, he said he believed me when that part happened, because the second that the humanoid or the alien came into my memory and I was describing it, every time he would ask me a question, I would whisper in response because I was so scared. And he, he was like, why are you whispering? And I was like, because I don't want it to hear me. Like, that's how scared I was. And he said he could, he could see my heart, like in my throat, like pounding. And so the next part of the memory, it like leads me down this hallway and the hallway is curved and the hallway wasn't like white, like the room was, but it was well lit. And the whole time I'm going down the hallway, like I just kept thinking to myself, like play it smart, play it smart, play it smart, like watch, analyze everything. And so I noticed that it was well lit, but there was like, I couldn't make out where the light was coming from, but there was like nothing. I didn't see doors. There were no objects. Like it was just this like hallway. And then it led me to this room and this room was rectangular in shape. It was the same color as the first room and the same lighting. Um, but this room was like, is blurred to me. Like I can't really make out any like details of like what I saw in there. 
And basically it was a bunch of kids like in this room. Like I would say like 10 or 15 kids in this room. And this part of the story, like I've, I've shared my stories with people before, like before TikTok and stuff. And I always left this one out because it's, it's weird. Like it doesn't make any sense. So then it, it, it says to me, and again, it's not through like vocals. It's like in your head. And it said, these are your siblings. And then I was, I was in the room with these kids. And that was the first time that I was calm. Like I actually felt calm, which I think is weird that I went from fight or flight to calm. And it was like human kids, not. I don't know. I have no idea because I don't, I couldn't, I can't see them like in the memory. It was blurred, but I know that they were smaller than me. They were like half my height. They kneeled down to interact. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And that's, that's what I got. And that's when he, he pulled me out of it because we, that had taken us, I think a couple hours to get to that point. Um, so he had pulled me out because he was freaked out that it was going to be bad for me because I had such a strong emotional response. So he pulled me back into that safe space and then brought me, brought me back to conscious mind basically. And then when I came out of the hypnosis, I literally sat up on the couch and we didn't say anything for like a good second as we both were just kind of integrating yeah, processing. with what we just processed with what we just, and you know, we're trying to rationalize, like, you know, is this really a memory? Is this things like that? But there was one thing that I said to him while I was under hypnosis, while I was going through the hallway part of the memory was I kept repeating also to him, of, you know, I don't think this is real. Like this can't be real. Like I have to, like, I must've read it in a book somewhere or something. Like I was in denial while I was in the memory A little bit later, I had done research and there's this woman, I'll have to find her name again, I lost it, but she um, does hypnosis for people who have been abducted. And one of the things that she said that she can tell when it's true, like it's a true abduction or not, is that the people while under hypnosis, remembering the things, deny the memory as they're reliving the memory. And they'll say, no, this isn't real. No, I'm making this up. Like you, you like deny it within the hypnosis. I'd imagine in that, you know, assuming that moment it was uh, real, I imagine that in that moment you were also probably denying. I mean, I think I certainly, yeah. would, you know, you just wake up and suddenly you're on a spaceship going, oh, this is, I'm, I've gone crazy or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. exactly. Like, so I feel like your coping mechanism for, you know, what you have perceived reality to be for so long and then you get, you know, slapped in the face with something that goes completely against what everybody says is real. Like you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. This is, this is a funny movie guys. <laughs> Where did we see this? You know? And when you're under hypnosis um, or when you come out of it, I guess, like, do you remember what it was that you saw in hypnosis yeah. So I would, I would describe like my experience under hypnosis is, is like being in a deep meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like when you, when you go into a deep meditation, you remember, you know, what was going on in the feelings you got during meditation. It's the same with hypnosis. Um, I kind of see it as a tool to be able to unlock your unconscious mind, yeah. right. And to reach the depths of your, of your mind that you normally can't in your conscious setting. Yeah, like, yeah, that sounds a lot like meditation then. Mm-hmm. 
So like in your mind's eye right now, can you still hear that voice that talked to you when you were uh, with the aliens? <sighs> no, yes and no. It's just like, like normal memories as you retell it. Sometimes it gets more difficult to remember it. And I believe that that's a phenomena of like, um, every time you remember something, you're actually remembering the memory of remembering it. So the more that I've actually been telling the story, the, the, the less I can hear it like in detail, if that makes sense. But I do remember like very clearly, it was just a voice in my, like it was just there, like be calm. There was no emotion behind it. It was, there was, it, I wouldn't say it was masculine or feminine. It was like very neutral. Like it didn't have any inflections either in what it was saying. And it was very like to the point, if that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. be calm. This is your sip. Like there's no explanation to anything else going on. They're like this, that. They're just conducting a normal science experiment, just like doing their thing. Yeah. Or whatever the heck that they're doing. And I've been receiving tons of theories um, all over the spectrum on things. I haven't landed on anything really yet on it. Like I kind of want to delve deeper into my memory and deeper into my subconscious myself to try and find the truth on that. No, it's a, it's a big topic. <laughs> what was it like for you coming out of that hypnosis? Did you immediately believe that you had been abducted or did it take you some time to kind of wrap your head around that? Uh, it took me time to wrap my head around it. And again, I did that thing where I, when, when I cope, I kind of like make a joke out of it. So I'd be like, oh, guys, guess I've been abducted. And then I just kind of, but I didn't really accept it. Does that make sense? No one around me at the time, I think, was at a level of emotional maturity or consciousness to help me like get to right. that. So exactly. everyone was like, okay, or like eyes glaze over kind of thing. So it wasn't something that like I realized right away when I was open about it, the resistance that I, that I would get and not even resistance, but it was almost like, it's like people just glaze over. Like it's, it's the weirdest. It's weird. How long ago was this? I forgot. So the abduction happened in 2010. Okay. And the hypnosis happened around 2015 or 16. Oh, okay. wow. Mm -hmm. You had other like hypnosis sessions uh, since then to kind of dive deeper into your memory? Not yet. Um, it is something that I have considered, but I kind of don't want to. Like, yeah. if I'm being completely honest, like, I'm kind of scared to do that. So people, are, you know, people have been commenting that too of like, do more hypnosis, learn more, learn more. And I'm like, I'm like, guys, that's a hefty ask. Mm -hmm. You're asking me to jump off the cliff right now. Whoa. And then come back and tell you what the fall was like. Like, just give me a second. Yeah. yeah. And I guess, I mean, I, am, I imagine like being in that state, your brain really does think you're reliving that moment, right? Right. It was, you know, a huge toll. So, Riley, were you able to get Samantha to do hypnosis as well? You mentioned that she connected some dots for you. She was taken more times than I was. And we have a theory that her brothers were uh, experiencing same phenomena too. So she was actually taken enough to where she was remembering things in dreams. Like she was having nightmares, whereas I wasn't having any nightmares. I had to do hypnosis to even get anything. Um, but she has um, different bits and pieces because they keep coming up in dreams because she had so many experiences that 
it just wasn't going to stay all down. When I reached out to her, all I said was like, what do you remember about that night? I did hypnosis, found out some things. What do you got going on? And that's when she started telling me everything that had been happening to her. I'll share one part of the story because I'm not sharing her real name. Like, okay, the way she described it to me was that she would have these dreams. Like she had this dream where she was like in her room, but she knew she wasn't in her room and she wanted, she was like super scared and she wanted to run out of her room into her mom's room. Right. But she knew that if she would leave her room, that she would fall. Like she had this feeling that she would fall if she left her bedroom. So in her panic, she was just running circles in her room. And then finally she got the courage to like turn like the light on. And then she had like a weird sensation and it was fine. So she would have like odd things like that. But the one that I'm trying to remember, so I, cause I want to reiterate it correctly the way that she described to me, but she did say that she has woken up like fourth kind style where she's arched on her bed, like stomach up, like she's getting pulled up from her stomach and then she like panics and then she gets dropped. Weird. And it's like the tips of her toes, tip of her head, like from her stomach, like up. And that's why like people are like, tell me more about like her stuff. And I was like, it's not my place to share because Mm -hmm. what she experienced was obviously much more wild and even less believable than what I'm sharing. So when she wants to come forward with that stuff, then I will support her. But until then I'm going to protect her from, you know, people. And so were you abducted multiple times as well, or was it just the one experience that you remember? I think it was just that one experience. I think that I was a victim of circumstance and that I happened to be with her And I think they were intrigued by our friendship because we were so close that we used to speak without speaking. And we used to like, there were times where we would go to like different events and stuff. Like I remember we went to this one like rave and there was an EDM room and there was a room that was playing dubstep. Well, I liked EDM and she liked dubstep. So we split up. And so there was a time where she had a panic attack, but I was in the other room And I was like dancing or whatever. And I immediately knew something was wrong with her, stopped what I was doing. And I knew where she was in the other room, even though we hadn't been talking for like an hour of that. So we had like, we were connected. We were in tune with each other. And I think that's why I ended up getting swooped with her Mm -hmm. because they, they had the opportunity. Um, No one else was around the friend that lived at that house. um, I think we were her alibis. I think she was at a boyfriend's house. And so it was just me and her. And there was no other super, there was no one else around. This is asking you to share too much. So if it is, you know, like, don't feel free not to answer. But were there any specific details when you, um, like, compared notes uh, with Samantha that were the same as what happened to you? The only thing that she was able to fill in for me was that she remembers both of us being taken and that we were on those tables And that I was much more outwardly afraid than her because I could see something that she couldn't see. And then that was it. But they had kept us separated until that portion of her memory. And so the things that, that what she connected for me was when I said, Hey, I did hypnosis for that night or whatever. Like, what do you remember from that night? She was like, I remember I had the dream that we were on this table and she brought up the aliens. And so I was like, okay, this is what I got. And then, you know, it just kept going. And we used to also um, record everything that we did, like on an iTouch, like video. And so we had actually had a video of us 
like doing the Ouija board and things like that. And all the videos that we have of like all of our evidence, like she was able to like get the videos from her iTouch and email them to me. Once she emailed them to me, I was able to show them to one person and then they disappeared. The not person. the person. <laughs> not the person. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, the videos. Yeah. <laughs> not the person. Oh God. I saw them floating away in the sky. <laughs> oh my God. No. But yeah, so the, the videos that we had, the physical evidence that we did have that there was some sort of phenomenon going on around us was, is gone yeah. to the, to the nethers. So, and, and so just to kind of track back a little bit, so you, you talked to Samantha and you did not mention aliens at all. And then when she started to tell you about her dreams and stuff, she brought up that she thought it was like an alien abduction. Right. Okay. Cause she had tried, cause she had, I guess she had felt that she had experienced that with the other friend as well that lived at that house. Um, but that friend won't acknowledge it at all. Do you ever watch like X-Files or anything like that? Or do you just kind of stay away I, from? <laughs> I know of X-Files. I haven't, I don't think I've watched too much of it. Um, I like Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen, um, have you seen uh, the like new Unsolved Mysteries season on uh, Netflix? Mm-mm. I'm actually like, I haven't been watching like any TV or anything like that lately. I mean, I guess since I decided to start sharing my story and really kind of taking serious, like knowledge seeking, like my meditations, things like that. Um, and like, I got attuned to Reiki. I got really serious about what I'm consuming, when I'm consuming, you right. know, things hey. like that. So I kind of, I actually cut out all TV. I don't watch TV at all anymore. I feel like that's super brave to do in 2020. I think if I took away all my forms of entertainment, I would lose my mind right now. Oh yeah. Well, I still, I have like, um, like I'll play video games every once in a while or, you know, obviously TikTok keeps me pretty, um, busy, but as far as like TV and stuff, I just, I just get this feeling like I just don't, I don't want anything to do with it. And so I've been finding books instead. So I've been reading books and things like that. Nice. Well, the, the only reason I, I brought up the um, Unsolved Mysteries is there's an episode on there where they like interview, I mean, so many people from this one town who like on this same night, all of these people claim to have been abducted by aliens and like, and it sounds very similar to your experience of like, you know, some people like are, just have this gap in memory in time they're like i have no idea what it was some people had like pieces of it some people like yeah. came back there was and- there were like two people that had never met but when they met they were they remembered each other from when they were abducted to wherever and they like were crying i don't know oh, wow. either it was a really good theatrics or it was like a really really yeah. seriously oh um, maybe i'll have to actually go and watch it and yeah. see it was really like, i've been getting a lot of messages and comments where um like um, people saying like, oh, my mom experienced this. And she said the way you described the room was exactly what she saw or things like that. So like, I am like getting to a point and I did not expect, I think I made my TikTok like maybe like three weeks ago and it just like blew up like super fast. And so it was kind of overwhelming at first, but I'm really like, there are people that are messaging me or like commenting things that it's like they're like that's exactly how I saw it like in my thing or this or that and so there's all these little dots that are connecting and that's why I wanted to share the story was because it's like all right it's 2020 we're in the black mirror episode if we're ever going to get out of this escape room 
Like, we got to start talking. What clues do you have? Here are my clues. Like, how do we get, get out of this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So did you see the um, alien humanoid's face or was it just in like a suit? As, do you remember? It was, I do. Okay. So. Please tell me it was green or gray. I would say, I would say it was gray and the suit was like a silver color. And I do remember like black being where the eyes were, but I do want to emphasize that I did not, there's no detail to it. It literally looks as if like when you're watching TV and then they blur something out. So you can make out some details, like the colors that are going on, and then obviously like shape to an extent, but that's it. Like, I don't have like... Have you, I mean, I know you're not really watching TV right now, but have you ever seen anything like in media where it just hits you like, holy shit, that feels like what I saw? Um, nothing yet. I have seen like different photos of like the grays and stuff too, but I also don't know how much of my own mind is protecting itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm pretty sure praying mantis or aliens. Have you guys ever looked in their eyes? Like, yeah. on there? <laughs> Oh my gosh. My, the thing that uh, sticks with me the most from your story is when they were like, these are your siblings, like taking you to the children's room. Yeah. Have I, you, how did you even interpret that? I don't think I've fully interpreted it. I feel, okay, part of me feels like they were lying to trick me so that I would be calm. Because mm -hmm. I think that they were since, because usually all the other stories that I've heard from people when they were abducted and they were told to be calm, they would then describe that they had an overwhelming sense of calm. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen for me. I was just like, I pretended to be calm. Mm -hmm. So I'm almost wondering if they had used them, because I have a very strong, like, the reason I had such a strong emotional reaction was because I was maternal and protective of my friend. Like the entire time I didn't even say anything about myself. So it wasn't even coming from self-preservation. It was coming from this, this maternal, like, I got to get my friend out of here. Like, yeah, to protect her. So I, I believe for now with the information that I have now, that I would not be surprised if they used those kids to try and trick me into thinking that they were part of my family or, or things like that so that I would be calm because otherwise they wouldn't be able to manipulate my emotions otherwise. Right. Wow. And I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, like from the story mm -hmm. and other stories we've heard, whoever these things are, it sounds like they can really manipulate a lot of things. So it could have just been like, a vision that they created for you to see or maybe they're right exactly like and that's and that's why like I haven't really landed on anything or I'm not like oh this is what it is or that because there's so much like one technology that we're not aware of right we know holograms are a thing we know that you can trick somebody into seeing or not seeing something so mm -hmm. who knows what was even actually in that room and so the, the thing that I get though, is like, so if you're coming, if this is a creature of intellect, right. And they have a mission, they have a goal and they want to do X, Y, Z. I'm not responding to the first method of calming me down. So you're then going to bring another method to calm me down. So my thing was, is like, okay, so they probably, those kids or whatever, probably ha actually have nothing to do with me. It was a tactic to manipulate how I was feeling because they couldn't control me. And that is a threat to what they're doing. So they had to neutralize the threat. Yeah. 
So cool. Um, so I'm super curious. Why are you afraid of space? Ugh, I don't know. It's just so open. <laughs> it can kill you. Like, what are you going to, you can't breathe. It's just, I don't know. I think it's just, I understand that I will never understand the vastness Absolutely. Of what it is. Yeah. It's and it's just infinite. And I can't comprehend infinite. Oh, so I get it. We've been watching this documentary with uh, am I saying it right? Neil deGrasse Tyson. DeGrasse Tyson. DeGrasse Tyson every <laughs> not, time. Not like DeGrasse, like the team. I don't know. That's <laughs> what I thought it was. <laughs> every episode we watch is I feel like I've learned more in like an hour episode than I ever learned in science like in middle school or high school or whenever, my mind is just absolute, like I am just like sad and happy and, and terrified. And I go to sleep just like, what's the point? Like, we're just, we're like a second, like our humanity is like a second of the entire like existence of earth and the solar system. And like, it's so crazy. Yeah, the universe is so big. There's like, there's no way we're the only planet that has life. I think oh, it's for sure. And yeah. then like, so that's when, that's where I'm at now is now I'm digging, I'm digging for more sciences. I'm digging more in the spiritual. I'm digging more in, in the things like that because now I'm like, okay, I definitely believe that there has to be some sort of intelligence that is vast enough to create a universe. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm getting into some weird rabbit holes. <laughs> that's what I'm searching, <laughs> but it's just like, thing in the story. Okay that my mind instantly went to, Hmm. um, was that like you said, the being was able Hmm. to communicate to you just in your head. And then so was your friend in that club. And I'm like, are there connections there? Ooh, I don't know. But I, I have heard that people who are abducted or taken or things like that, because you are around other instruments and beings that have a higher vibration or a higher frequency, right? Because everything is, has a frequency, whether it's a desk or things like that. So we were taken out of our regular home of frequency into another range and you, your body will acclimate to an extent, right? Because you've been exposed. Um, and so then you'll start to have those sensitivities, after and that's that's something that I've been looking into and things like that and I definitely feel like it has some sort of <laughs> merit to it so after this happened to you is there anything that you can remember changing in your life like did you get any cool powers or like did did more supernatural <laughs> things start happening to you or it wasn't necessarily that I was all of a sudden super empathic or things like that I think I've always been sensitive Um, which is why I was able to resonate with her, even though I'd never been taken before. But after that abduction, I was actually, I had something that was in my room or like attached for like a long time. Like it would turn my TV on and off at night. I would get the sleep paralysis with like the dark shadow on the roof, like the whole, the whole spiel. And so stuff like that started happening. So it was like, once I had that awakening, which I didn't even know that I had the awakening yet. But once I had, you know, had that awakening, those things really started attacking me. So I had to learn, okay, what's going on? How do I defend myself? And then, and I was fortunate enough that my mom actually, she did exorcisms for houses for a living um, for a long time. Um, And she did a lot of work with that. And it kind of like, it runs in our family, like just having like a knowing. 
have you ever been, I mean, this is probably getting too far out there, but have you ever like gotten an MRI to see if there's any like chips or anything inside of you? I haven't gotten an MRI. I, I guess would, an x-ray would show that or, too, right? Yeah, or an yeah. x-ray, yeah. I would, yeah, I haven't gotten anything. But what's weird, because, okay, so now that I think about it, that's really weird, is that I did have, like, some oddball, like, health stuff going on that I couldn't figure out for a long time that I basically wrote off as symptoms or, like, side effects of being, like, depressed for a long time. But every time I tried to go to the doctors to do anything or I would ask for certain things, they, like, would not do it. Like I couldn't get anybody to do like blood work for me. I couldn't get anybody to do like nothing. I don't know if it's like a coincidence or what, but I wasn't like, I wasn't trying to go to the doctor and be like, this is going on. Um, I had made several appointments and they just wouldn't do anything. It's weird. Is that like uh, something weird and suspicious or is that our shitty healthcare system? <laughs> I mean, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know. Is yeah. it just the shitty healthcare system or is that another piece to the puzzle? Like, you don't know. So that's why I just kind of like, I'll think about it in hindsight and be like, well, maybe. And I'm like, no, that's just, they think that because I'm a young skinny girl, oh, you're healthy. And then they just push you aside. They do put implants in people that aren't physical, that basically are like energetic devices. And what they do is they mess up your chakra points. Right. And I did have one of those in the base of my neck. And I went to this lady who she does biofeedback which is basically like looking over your, your electromagnetic field of your body, right? Using a laptop. And she was the one who sent me to the meditation that I shared on how to get rid of it because it was so out of whack that she was like, okay, this is, this is something you should look into. And so I did it and I could feel it like when during the meditation, cause you like scan your body yourself when you're in that deep meditation, I could feel it in the back of my throat. And then when it was removed, I actually ended up crying and I, I said out loud without even thinking I'm free, like I'm finally free. And I wasn't even thinking it just like came out. And so I think that was really blocking me for a long time. And part of the reason why, like I was be like out of whack, I had become depressed, you know, I was having like other things going on, things like that. And I had sent the meditation also to my friend and she experienced the same thing. Do you wish you would have never gone to have the hypnosis? Or are you glad that you had these revelations? Uh, it's a bit of both. It's kind of like, you know, ignorance is bliss. It's kind of one of those things of like, I'm happy that I did it because I am now a firm believer and everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And that there's a purpose to certain things happening. That brings me a lot of um, comfort. But also at the same time, like I have had moments where you know, you, you go into emotional duress trying to figure out what reality is. You're like, what's a lie? What's real? Am I losing my mind? Or, you know what I mean? Like, and so you can go through these like crisis moments and they're extremely like uncomfortable as you're trying to get a grip on reality. It just seems like it would be stressful to believe something that is like on the fringe of society, but it'd be like your personal experience. And then you have to decide like, do you even want to try to convince people of this or do you just take mm -hmm. it as like your own story? I, I don't know. I haven't, I had like a, a ghost story from when I was young, but like you were talking about the storytelling element, like I've told it so many times, I don't know if it even happened anymore. You know? Right. So it's like, I can't imagine having something happen that's so big, like being abducted and then trying to rationalize that with yourself and then deal with people, whether or not they believe you or not. 
you know? Right. And that's why, like, when I did share it on the TikTok, I thought about it and I realized that I was finally in a place where, like, I honestly don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. if you believe or not at this point, I'm an open book. If you want to be a skeptic and ask questions, I'm totally open because I want to find the truth too. I want to know what's real. Right. And if somebody is so close minded that they're like, oh, you forgot your lithium prescription or whatever, they're they're kind of dumb anyways. And they're not going to have a piece of the puzzle that I need to figure it out. So I don't like I'm just like, OK, go about your reality. I'm going to keep learning and trying to find truth. I would say a year ago, two years ago, it would have really bothered me. But now I'm at a place where, you know, that doesn't even matter. I don't even have time for that. Yeah. because I want to figure all this other stuff out. I have so many questions. <laughs> like also, just like the paranormal things that you've experienced, and if there's like a connection there, which, you know, I don't, uh, I, I feel like we, we got to have you back on to talk Absolutely. more about like some of these things, because I just, my mind is blown. So. Yeah, I purposely tried yeah. to stay away from the paranormal so where we could ask Riley to come back on for an <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I th I feel like I just have to sit and think about this kind of stuff and be like, have I ever been abducted? Yeah. Did we ever? Yeah. Have I feel like I struggle so much with like my memory in general. I want to get better at being able to tap into my like memories from when I was a child or even just like 15 years ago. Like I just feel like I, I don't know. I need to practice because it, it's a muscle too. Like I need to work that muscle so I can you know be. Yeah, I just see you like blinking really hard and staring at JJ tonight to see if. <laughs> anything happens uh trauma <laughs> yeah, you just blink and see if it's like morning you know if, if the time travels uh, <laughs> yeah that we'll we'll see we'll do that experiment report back and like i hate to ask this question but just for a skeptic mind the night you were with your friend you guys weren't drinking or like smoking or anything like that the we, funny part is is we tried <laughs> we struck out on getting booze and we struck out on weed <laughs> that's why we were out there smoking cigarettes because we wouldn't have been outside yeah you know maybe so that's the funniest part of the story is everyone was like oh you were you blacked out da, da, da. and i was like well first of all if i was smoking or drinking i would have thought i got drugged and never believed any of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah say i wonder if aliens have like a like a standard they're like no we don't take anybody that's high <laughs> Like, yeah <laughs> i don't know maybe it messes up with what they're trying to do a lot of unknowns here so much unknown well riley what's not unknown is we super appreciate you coming on and sharing your story and we really hope you'll come back and join us for another episode guys you have to check out her tiktok it's really fun I, every now and then it'll pop up on my recommended or i'll just check out her live feeds live feeds is that what you called on tiktok i don't know it's interesting and you might just learn something uh but yeah riley thank you so much for coming on all right thank you I I appreciate you. Thanks Riley. Thanks, Riley. I appreciate you too. Thanks so much. Whoa, guys. So JJ, was that everything you wanted in your alien abduction story? Gosh, so nuts. Uh, especially, I mean, honestly, like people have to watch uh, Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. It's really good. It freaks me out. Sure. I might watch that tonight. I've been meaning to check it out. And after you said that, I was like, why have I not watched this yet? And along with that episode, we did an earlier podcast where we talked about stories. And I'm pretty sure I talked about that alien abduction yeah. with the two people from like the 50s or 60s, the couple. Yeah. All of these stories just have... Just like the paranormal, just mixed together. It's so creepy how they all come together like that. That's what not bothers me, but like makes me unhinged a little. It's like, I, I almost wish they didn't. Cause then I could just be more skeptical and be like, ah, look at all these discrepancies. But 
doesn't work out like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nuts. So are you a, are you a 10 on alien abductions, Noah? I don't know, man. It's like, I, I agree with you that a- aliens make the most sense of like that world existing just because the universe, I mean, as far as we know is infinite. So like, how would we even know what's out there? But it also scares me the most of any of the things. I think I told you guys, uh, or I think I've shared this on the podcast, but I had like a dream when I was young that I was coming home with my parents and we were walking up to the door and like the sky completely blacked out and we got abducted by aliens or whatever. I mean, I think it was a dream. I don't, I don't think I had an experience, but my dreams are really vivid and that always freaked me out. And like to the point where I wouldn't even watch like ET as a kid, it scared me so much. I mean, ET was scary. I've never seen it. Cat, what is going <laughs> we need to have an episode of just like what movies have cat watched. Yes, we need to have like a I don't know how we could do it with copyrights, but we need to have like a real hauntings movie night somehow where we just have fans okay. on and watch movies. Well, that um, was so cool for her to come on. I feel like we should definitely have her back on again because I could listen to her forever. She had I mean you can tell when someone's really confident about it when they like we don't even get a word in sometimes because I know, like, right? Yeah, it was super fascinating. That's one of those episodes where it's gonna take me a little while to process, I think, all the information that we heard. Uh, it's just a lot going on. So Kat, I know JJ's a believer of uh aliens. How how do you feel after that episode? I used to not believe in aliens, but I think like it's been way easier for me to grasp in the past few years. Um, especially like recently delving into more space and that kind of documentaries um yeah i believe i believe i don't know okay i don't know yeah i know they're all there (gasps) this is this is so crazy to me that there are people in the world who believe in ghosts but do not believe in aliens i I think that's just well i think because people can make the leap of like i'm a human i'm gonna die i could be a ghost whereas like i mean what the what is our our planet and our solar system and the sun is just like it doesn't like the entire galaxy does not revolve around us there's millions and millions of places that look just like our solar system and we don't even we don't even know past what we know like there could be i mean there's infinite infinite space out there right the only question is just whether they've like visited or not like they're definitely out there like clearly someone has made contact here before we've made contact somewhere else and they're smarter than us and and uh that's and they build the pyramids and that makes sense because we are not smart you know I mean, guys, we, we want you to contact us so jj what's that email that they're supposed to email us at real hauntings podcast at gmail.com and kat what's our instagram at real hauntings podcast and noah what's our tiktok at real hauntings podcast and with that i'm noah daniels wait a second yeah does anybody here know what our twitter is because we do have one no i didn't know we had one at hauntings real it's the only one that's different than all the other ones oh that's and with that social media team about that and with that i'm jj I'm Noah. Oh, God. And with that, you've been listening to Real Hauntings Podcast. I'm Kat. I'm JJ. (laughs) And I'm Noah. (laughs) 
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.